Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. This is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of September 11th. First, I want to remind you that Moon Mastery, my signature program that is a tool for self-discovery and manifesting with more ease, is open for enrollment. Class starts tomorrow, September 12th. So there's still time to join. This class is taught live on Zoom. And if you really would like to learn astrology deeper and develop a more intimate connection with your inner voice and inner wisdom and have a tool and a framework to set goals and bring them forward in a systematic way, you may be interested. So check out the link in the bio to see if you'd like to join. So the theme of this week is life is just a fantasy. Neptune, the planet of illusions and delusions, is a key player this week. But first, I'd like to talk a little bit about an astrology in action story. On last week's podcast, I brought to your attention that A woman associated with royalty may make news last week. And Liz Truss has been voted by the Conservative Party to be the new British Prime Minister. And one of the things that's so interesting about her is that she was born when the asteroid Pallas Athene was stationary. So when a planet or an asteroid, any kind of body, is stationary... That means it is going to change directions from our perspective on Earth. So it can either be stationing retrograde or stationing direct. And she was born when it was stationing retrograde. So her asteroid Pallas Athene is at six degrees of Aries. And Athena was the goddess of wisdom and war in Greek mythology. This asteroid is very associated with strategy. And Liz Trust has been called hawkish, and apparently she's quite right-wing. And so it'll be interesting to see how often the topic of strategy is involved in conversations about her and about her decisions. On the day she was voted into her position, Jupiter, the planet of expansion, was directly conjunct her palace, Athene. Jupiter brings us big things, and here you go for her. She's the prime minister. The next thing I want to bring your attention to is that the sun will move from 18 to 25 Virgo this week. And so at the beginning of the week, the sun is in a trine with Uranus, and at the end, an opposition with Neptune. So this could be a really interesting week for people who have planets between 18 and 25, especially of the mutable signs of Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces. So 
the sun on a trine with Uranus, which starts our week off on Sunday. Uranus can bring a lot of excitement and awakenings. You may see things in a new way that you hadn't seen before. You may decide that you want to take moon mastery and learn more about astrology because Uranus is closely associated with astrology, the planet that rules astrology. And when there's a trine, there is ease and flow. The energy just zooms. So like great ideas may come in. So write things down. Also remember to move a little more slowly through the world. Another thing that can happen is, you know, like a trip and fall with moving too fast or a little fender bender or that sort of thing. So keep that in mind. Now, yesterday was a big full moon in Pisces. So there can be a sense of dreaminess and fantasy land and yeah, just a little drifty, dreamy energy. So I just want you to think about that, about maybe understanding that you need to pressure test things before moving forward, because you may just get really excited about something, but you want to just make sure that you just don't jump into something with both feet. You want to look before you leap. Because as we move through the week and we get closer to Friday with the opposition with Neptune, Neptune is a planet of illusions and delusions. So you may start to feel some sense of disillusionment or confusion. Deception is possible with the sun opposite Neptune. And the fog may clear once the sun passes Neptune. So remember, Mercury is retrograde. So this is not the greatest week to make a huge decision like buying a house or a car or, you know, signing some huge contract because you really need to make sure you read all the fine print. Yeah, committing to something really long term may lead to feeling a little bit disappointed. So keep that in mind. This I totally see this happening with someone you met them on a at a party on Saturday. You think, oh my God, this is the most amazing person I've ever met in my life. And you're ready to jump into a new relationship with both feet. And by Friday, the red flags start popping up. Ping, 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 ping. But you don't want to leave the fantasy. So keep this in mind. Take things a little slow so that you don't, you know, get yourself involved with anything too much that you regret. And if you experience this, certainly let me know. I would love to hear about it. The last thing is that we are having a last quarter moon at 24 degrees of Gemini on Saturday. So this is a really Neptunian last quarter moon as well. So the sun in Virgo will square the moon in Gemini and the sun is opposed Neptune in Pisces. So there is this really dreamy energy with this last quarter moon that things may come to light with this, the psychological integration phase. So I really think this last quarter moon could be like you met the guy last weekend, everything seemed cool, 
the red flag started popping up and now on Saturday, you're starting to put all the pieces together. Think about the movie Memento, the Christopher Nolan movie about the guy who had lost his memory and then started piecing everything together. You may start seeing all these pieces coming in and realize that there may have been some deception or some overinflation about who he really was or whatnot. So think about that with this week. That's what I am seeing with this energy. But as long as you, you know, don't get into over your head with anything, you'll be just fine. On Sunday, the word of the day is excitement. The sun in Virgo will be in the trine with Uranus in Taurus, both at 18 degrees. And this is earth sign. So the energy may be really internal that you're feeling some excitement. Now the moon is in Aries. So maybe you'll do something that's really fun on this day. This is the day of my last webinar of the season, which is called Ask Celeste Anything. So I bet it's going to be a lot of fun and I'm going to get great questions from people. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to this day. I think it's going to be a very positive potential experience with this beautiful energy. So whether or not you come to the webinars, stay present for great ideas, fun and excitement on this day. On Monday, the word of the day is adjustment. The sun in Virgo is King Kunk's Saturn in Aquarius, both at 19 degrees. And King Kunk's move us into new situations. Oftentimes, there's something we need to release and let go of. So think about how you can let go of any Saturnian restrictions that have held you back and use this beautiful sun and Virgo energy to organize yourself and have the proper plan in place to move forward. This could be a very positive day, especially if you are taking moon mastery. On Tuesday, the word of the day is share. The moon enters the earth sign of Taurus at 4.39 a.m. Pacific time. And the disseminating moon phase begins at 6 Taurus at 3.54 p.m. Pacific time. So remember, sharing is caring is something to think about on this day. The disseminating moon phase is a time to share what you know with other people. Spread it around. I really sense there's a feeling of like, don't hoard your information, make it known to others so you can all benefit from the knowledge. Now, Venus will be in a sesquiquadrate Pluto. So I feel like this is like some tension at work where someone thinks they should share something, but maybe thinks they're going to hold back. Remember, it's a disseminating moon. So everyone can grow from what you know. Also remember in fixed signs, when the moon's in fixed signs, we don't break down, we break through. So keep that in mind in case there's some tension and some frustration as you move through this day and the next couple of days. On Wednesday, the word of the day is non-conforming. 
The sun will be on the fixed star Denobola at 21 Virgo. And this star is associated with uniqueness. It's the tail of the lion. Think about how you can think independently and see the world through different eyes and have a unique perspective. The moon is going to meet Uranus on this day, so you may get an aha moment. The word is non-conforming. I hope I said that. On Thursday, the word of the day is chit-chat. So this is a day to have some light, breezy conversations, but really listen to what people are telling you, especially if you're talking to your friend who you met at a party last weekend and you're feeling gaga goo over him or her. Just listen to what is being said. What's the message beneath the words? But the moon enters Gemini at 1.16 p.m. Pacific time. I think this day has potentially like this light, breezy air to it. It may move really, really fast. So remember to slow down to prevent any accidents or mishaps. On Friday, the word of the day is dreamy. This is the day that the sun in Virgo is opposite Neptune in Pisces. Now, I think this can be an incredible day to do some like creative brainstorming. So if you're working on a creative project, this is a wonderful time just to get quiet and really let the information flow into you or let the creativity flow. And maybe just if it's something you need to write, just write, write, write or draw or do something to just help the process ease in. Now, Venus and Virgo will also be trying the North Node. So yeah, this could be a really wonderful day for internal inspiration. It's also, remember, don't ignore the red flags. On Saturday, the word of the day is learning. The last quarter moon at 24 Gemini is at 2.51 p.m. Pacific time. Gemini is an air sign, so it's all about information. And the last quarter moon, the sun and the moon will square each other. The sun in Virgo, the moon in Gemini, they both report into Mercury, which right now is retrograde in Libra. So... Take some time to think about what lessons have you learned over the last week. Really think about what you heard that felt like there was some things weren't clear or maybe there was even some deception involved. This is a great time for the psychological integration of everything that came before it. But it's a very Neptunian week. Even talking about Neptune, I feel myself like just drifting ahead and uh, this whimsical thoughts coming in my head about what potentially could come of it. I'm like making up this rom-com movie in my head. So anyway, just keep that in mind as you move through this week and as on this day that you want to watch out for escapism or seeing things as they really are rather than how they appear to be, or just go with the flow with the rose-colored glasses and just enjoy Okay, well, so that's it for this week's episode before I myself float up into the clouds. So 
Feel free to email me at Celeste at Astrology by Celeste with any astrology and action stories about what happened this week or let me know how the daily themes are playing out. Definitely let me know if you have a Neptune story. So take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week. 